You're listening to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon. Hello and welcome back to another live edition of the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by 90 Min. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simeon. And on this edition of the programme, we're going to be looking back at Arsenal's fourth consecutive home defeat in the Premier League. Mikel Arteta is on the ropes. Granite Xhaka let him down today. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang finally back on the score sheet. Just a shame it was at the wrong end of the pitch. Lots and lots to get into tonight. I'm going to be sharing my thoughts on um, on the game and what's going on at Arsenal in general. And I'm going to be taking you guys' calls in this programme. So within the next hour or so, I'm going to get through as many of your calls as I possibly can. If you want to have your say on the programme, send us a DM on Twitter to at Chronicles underscore AFC and we'll ping you a link right back. The inbox is flooded already. Um, so bear with me, guys. I will get around to as many of you as I possibly can between now and, and sort of in an hour's time. If I do struggle to get through uh, around to some of you, I will DM you after and I will let you know and... Um, and I will make sure that I look at your messages first next time around. But as you can imagine, given the result, given the performance, given everything, um, there is a lot of people wanting to jump on the program tonight. So I will do my best. But like I said, if I don't get around to you, I apologize in advance and I will uh, send you a DM out of courtesy afterwards as well and uh, hopefully get you on uh, as one of the first people on one of our upcoming shows. Right. Um Let's say a big hello to everybody who's already joining us uh, in the comments. Uh, Jamal says, so embarrassing. Omar on Mikel Arteta says, he's out of his depth. Uh, big Ford, Little Ford says, can't wait for this. Um, the Overlord of Procrastination says, Arteta on the ropes. So am I, mate. Um, Harsh says, Harry, please accept Mikel Arteta has to go. Tofa says, hey, Harry, before we start, hope you're well. I'm fine. Thank you personally, mate. Um, I've had better evenings, obviously. Um, but yeah, um, you know, personally, I'm fine. Um, obviously disappointed with the result. And it's the curse of the Sunday 7.15 kickoff again, isn't it? We've had it four times this season. We've lost all, all four games. Is there something in that? Am I just being sort of silly, trying to make a reason as to why that might be affecting Arsenal's performances? I think tonight... I've come on here and I'm normally sort of quite soon after a game when we've lost a mixture of disappointed and angry. Tonight, I'm neither of those. I'm genuinely concerned. And that is the difference here. I'm genuinely concerned about how Mikel Arteta can possibly turn this ship around. Now, this the, the, the kind of issues at Arsenal right now are much bigger than what happened tonight. We'll come on to talk about what happened tonight in a minute. But, you know, Mikel Arteta has made some big, big decisions since he got the job at the Emirates. The decision to overlook Ozil. The decision to send Gendouzi away. The decision to send Torreira away. You know, among other things, the decision to persist with certain players. Willian continues to not produce, yet continuously gets picked in the side. Hector Bellerin continues to struggle yet constantly gets selected. How did Danny Ceballos not warrant a place in the team tonight? There's just so many decisions that Mikel is making that are just, you know, making it more and more difficult for us as Arsenal fans to stay behind him. You know, a lot of people were uh, kind of sort of taken to social media. And, and I've got to be honest, I haven't watched interviews. I haven't watched press conferences. None of that at the point of doing this show. because. I don't want that to cloud what I'm feeling. I don't want that to cloud what I'm going to say. Very often, Mikel Arteta is such a good talker that you listen to him post-match and you kind of think, well, you know, he's got a point. But am I am I being fooled by that? Have I been fooled by that all along? I don't know. Let's talk about sort of the, the team selection, first of all. And I, and I touched upon the fact that I don't, I'm getting fed up of seeing the same players playing over 
and over and over again, despite the fact they're not performing. Mikel Arteta only has himself to blame for that. I've spoken about the fact that, yes, some of the, the youngsters, you know, when they've done it in, in Europe against weaker opposition, haven't necessarily been able to transfer that form into Premier League fixtures. And I understand it's a completely different level, etc., etc. But, you know, I don't think there's, there'll be any Arsenal fan out there that would get on Mikel's back if he did sort of maintain his values, as he calls them, his non-negotiables. That's what he calls them. And, you know, drop some of those players, drop some of the players that are not performing. But he's so reluctant to do that. I look at some of the ones I mentioned, Bellerin, he's been awful of late. You know, Xhaka has been awful of late, was awful again, not so much in his performance tonight, but he let us down massively because he overreacted to a situation that he didn't need to react to. You know, the other players come steaming over, whatever, he's trying to pull him away, trips him up inadvertently, whatever, you get up, you put, give him a little shove. That's it. The minute you grab someone's throat, the minute the VAR spots that grab of the throat on the Burnley player, the referee has no option but to send off Granite Shaka. And it's the second time in recent weeks that we've been punished because of a, a player's petulance, a player's unnecessary actions. Now, is that signs that frustrations are boiling over at the Emirates Stadium? The fact that players are losing their heads at sort of every opportunity, at the slightest of things, maybe. And maybe that's a, a reflection of the bigger picture at the club at the moment. Nothing is going right. But as I said right at the top of the programme, the longer Mikel continues to overlook certain players, be very strong in certain decisions, and then those decisions ultimately look to be the wrong ones, then he's going to have to deal with the, the backlash of that. It's, um, as I said, it's, it's, it's worrying to see Arsenal in this position at this point in the season. But as I said, again, right at the top of the programme, it's more about the fact that I'm concerned than angry. I'm more concerned than angry. I'm more concerned than disappointed because I don't see how with that group of players, he can turn this around genuinely. Um, and that's, it's probably the first time I've completely lost all faith or I feel like I've lost all faith. Maybe I feel different in the morning. And that's why um, I always do another podcast the next day, because it's not to say that my opinions at this point are invalid or I think they're invalid or anyone's opinions are invalid immediately after the game. But you do kind of after games go to one extreme or the other and sometimes sleeping on it, thinking about it a little bit more. Looking at it again after the dust is settled helps you to get a clearer picture um, of what is actually occurring at the football club. Don't forget, if you want to have your say, send us a DM on Twitter to Chronicles underscore AFC and we'll ping you guys a link right back. I'm going to start sending some links out to some of you guys now. So uh, make sure that um, you keep an eye on your inbox if you have... Uh, requested to come on the show tonight. Um, lots of you asking to come on. I'm going to send it out purely based on on the the order in which the requests came in. Keep your eyes on your inboxes, and I'll get through to as many of you as I possibly can uh, between now and the program. <sighs> Pierre Emerick Aubameyang finally got on the score sheet tonight. Unfortunately, it was at the wrong end. But I actually thought that Pierre Emerick Aubameyang was a bit more involved tonight than he has been in recent weeks. He was a little bit more active. He was a little bit more proactive, I thought. Got into some good positions. And actually, and it, and it doesn't really matter, does it? Because when you don't get the result, it's all irrelevant. But I thought Arsenal created um, probably more opportunities than we have done in, in recent times. So, um, look, it's, uh, it's a horrible place to be in right now. Um, as Arsenal fans, because where do we go from here? Let's bring on our first uh, caller. Welcome to the show, Jamal. How you doing, uh, mate? I'm okay, mate. I'm okay, but oh, it's so embarrassing, mate. Agreed, mate. Where, where are you joining us from, Jamal? From Enfield, man. I've seen you before at the ground, man. Down the road, man. Down the road. I'm Down in Enfield, the road. Too. Down the road. <laughs> mate, well, people are going to say, he's got to go, mate. I think he's got the dressing room. He's, he's let players go for the sake of it. 
and then he's playing players that shouldn't be playing. And I'm not going to say, oh, oh, I won't, I won't going to say a name. I will say Jacko. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Jacko tonight was it was just pure stupidity, wasn't it? And the oh, thing I'm is, I saw it, mate. Oh, you, I'm used to it, mate. But I'm usually the first one, my daughter here, to jump up and. Like, how can I say to save players? Yeah, but as soon as I saw his hand go up to the man's throat, that was it, mate. Red card, yeah, agreed. And uh, look, Arsenal was, was still, I guess, struggling to break Burnley down at that point. But when you then go down to 10 men, you go from having a, obviously a better chance of winning the game to having practically none because you oh, knew what, great, man. and then the player we want to score the goal scores in our goal. What can I, what can, I'm laughing, man. What can I say, man? It's, yeah, no, you're, you're yeah. absolutely right. Are you at the point now where, where you want Arteta to go? Are you at the point where you want him sacked? Are you <laughs> I said that a couple of weeks ago, mate. I think he's lost the dressing room. With this Ozil situation as well, I think players see him in training. They like him. And he, obviously, he's not going to play him. Whatever the reason, we won't come into that yet. All right? But I think, I think he's lost it. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. But sacking him now... You know, at this point in the season, does he deserve a little bit longer? Is it because of the, is, is it all Arteta though? This is the point: is swapping the manager immediately going well, to players, turn our fortunes around? It, like I said, I don't think the players are listening to him, mate. Yeah, I don't think they are. I don't think they are. And if they're not listening to him, mate, I've been going since 1978. Now, yeah, a long time. Yeah. All right, I've seen worse teams, yeah, but those players played for the badge. These lot don't play for the badge anymore. Here's a question for you, Jamal. And it's being brought up in the live chat at the moment. Would you take Arsene Wenger back at this point? <laughs> oh, God, no, what a question, man. Well, maybe, but I've, I've always wanted my man here. I'm going to say it straight away, Allegri. I wanted him from day one. You've got to get them in. I also wanted Mourinho, but some Arsenal fans around me. Well, he's a Chelsea man. He's this. Right, look where Tottenham are now. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Jamal, thank you so much, mate, for no, I, jumping I on. Hope to see you, I hope to see you soon at the Emirates, yeah? Definitely. Hopefully, we'll all get down all there right, again, mate. too, mate. Thank you so Thanks, much, mate. pal. Cheers. That was the brilliant Jamal. Just down the road from me as it goes. Uh, guys, I can see across the multiple platforms, before we move on to our next callers, we have got over 500 of you watching us live right now. Um but let's see how many likes we've got on the video. If you're watching us on YouTube and you haven't hit that like button, what are you waiting for? Doesn't cost you a penny. Make sure you hit that like button. It really, really helps the channel. Look, we've got 511 of you watching us right now across the multiple platforms and we've only got 37 likes. So if you haven't hit that like button, please do so now. Right, let me send out uh, some more links uh, to some of you guys. Let's get as many of you on as we possibly can between now and the end of the program. Uh, where are we going? Where are we going here? I mean, I've defended Granit Xhaka at times throughout his Arsenal career and said that he's been picked on um, unfairly, uh, you know, and, and said that he's been a bit of a scapegoat at times. And I, I still stick by that. But based on his actions tonight, there's absolutely no defence for it. Absolutely no defence whatsoever. What do you do when players are so irresponsible, so, you know, careless in their actions to the point where it's costing you games, to the point where it's, um, you know, it's making what is already a really difficult job for Mikel Arteta an even harder one. Let me know in the chat what you guys have got to say. Let's move on to a couple more callers. Welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna. Colin, where you join us from, mate? Uh... <laughs> I can't help but laugh, Harry. I can't. I, I really can't. I'm, I'm oh. I know how you feel, mate. Do, do you know what it is, right? I I, I really am this close to, to bursting into tears. I really am. And I'm not even joking. Like, are you are you are you are out? Do you still blame the players solely? What, where do you stand on this whole situation, Colin? Who's who is the? I, I know there's a lot of problems at Arsenal, 
But what is the main problem? What needs to change in order for Arsenal to at least temporarily steady the ship and get back to somewhere in the table like where we're meant to be? Mate, there's a mixture of problems. It's not just one. You can't you can't just sit there in one breath and blame the manager. As much as I blame him for today, I, and trust me, I do, there's a mixture of both. But in the short term, this can't carry on. Ultimately, we have to sack him. You want him sacked then, yeah? Yes, yes. It's as simple as that. Look, you can say that... You can say that it may be too harsh, right? My simple rebuttal to that is look where we are. We're 15th right now. 15th. Could be 16th if Brighton win. I mean, then when you look at our next couple of games... Southampton, Everton. Um, we got City in the cup coming up, and then Chelsea on Boxing Day. I'm, I'm not counting. I'm not counting the cup, mate. I'm not counting the cup. But he he had to get nine points out of twelve today, or nine points out of twelve over the next four games, starting with today. Yep. He failed at that. He failed. Did, did, did you think, Colin, did you think that the performance in terms of the chances we were creating was a little bit better, though, than it has been? I mean, it, it's irrelevant now because we lost the game and Granit Xhaka got sent off. But I was looking at that game and I put a tweet out at half time, and I said, you know, yes, it was boring. The first half was a dreadful watch and people were kind of mm-hmm. tweeting me back and saying, yeah, it was dull. It was terrible. And I agree with all of that. But this team are clearly lacking in confidence. Clearly, their confidence is in the absolute gutter. And for me, it was about getting the result tonight. It didn't matter how it came. It was about getting the result so we could start building, so we could create a platform from which to hopefully start improving. But then, you know, you didn't get the result. The performance, you know, it, it was okay, I suppose. We had our chances. But then somebody like Granit Xhaka goes and does something yeah. silly like that. Is that it for you now with Granite Xhaka? I've seen a lot of people on social media saying they don't mate, want to see him I've been, again. Mate, I've been pro Xhaka going since... Well, since he told the fans to fuck off. Yep. Once once you do that, nah, you're, you're done in my eyes. Yep. You're, no. you're done in my eyes. There's no coming back from that. This whole Granite Jacka redemption story was a bunch of bullshit. And I I knew it was that. I knew it was that. People try and come at me with, with stats like, oh, we're better with him in the team than we are without. Absolute horseshit. Horseshit. <laughs> like, nah, nah. When he did that, it was still nil-nil. Right, yeah. The, the challenge itself, you know, he's getting booked for it. But then, the thing with Jacket is he's so easily wound up. Yeah, he is, mate. He is. Like you know this. Like it's not. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> I think. Go what, I think we. Ha- I think we have to all agree on one thing. Right? Go ahead, mate. As it stands, the championship is in our future. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, Colin. I don't think we're going to get relegated, mate. I know there's that famous old saying. Which I, don't, is good to go I, down, don't, I don't. I don't think we are either, Harry, because I think there's teams that are worse than us, right? But if yeah. we carry on like this, then there's no denying it. Quite yeah. frankly, that Arteta has to be sacked. I'm sorry, like you can't you can't defend four. Well, no, five home losses on the spin. Yeah. No, you're right, you mate. You're right. You can't Colin, defend that. You're, you're absolutely right, mate. Colin, thank you so much, mate. I, apologies, I have to move it on just because I've got a few right, guys right. waiting in the live bit. Thank you so much for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. No problem, man. Talk to turn. That was the brilliant Colin. Right, uh, let's have a quick look at this super chat from London Gamer. Harry Arteta is to blame. Keeps choosing Jacka Bellerin every single time. Arteta is turning Arsenal into a joke. How can we keep this manager in? Um, I understand your frustrations, mate. I really do. And thank you very much for your kind donation. If you want to help the channel with a super chat, 
you know the drill on YouTube. Hit the super chat button um, and uh, send us one in if you wish. It's not compulsory. I have to say that. Uh, let's move on to our next caller. Sam, welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, mate. Where are you joining us from and what have you got to say? Uh, just from Colchester, mate. Um, yeah. Well, it's the same, same again. I don't remember the last time I spoke to you when we were happy about Arsenal, to be it's honest. It's true. You're not, <laughs> um, You're not wrong there. You know what? I'll start off with just want to go in order that, right, it starts off with Arteta was wrong for picking the same bottle job players that we all know are going to let him down. As I've said throughout the, I've said throughout the week, I want to see no Bellerin, no Willian, no Xhaka, no Lacazette. He starts all of them. So that's for starters. You're right. Like, okay. You know what? We get behind them. They've got to pull it out for him now. They're playing a bit better, but at the end of the day, Lacazette misses a sitter again. He's he scored in the first three games, but since then he's been garbage. West Ham, Liverpool, Leicester, all these chances he is missing at crucial times. And Eddie and Ketia is on hot form for England and in Europa. He can't get a looking up front, but for five minutes. Xhaka, what 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 more what more do you want to say about Granite Xhaka? Honestly. Um, he's had enough chances. Um, Arteta had revived him in a back five because, as we said before, he gets exposed when there's four defenders. But this time, I mean, there's no, no excuse. You'd, I've seen some people going, it's not a red, but you put your hands on someone's neck, it's a red. End of story. Um, and That's what I said, mate. The minute you could see his hand there, th- yeah. th- there's no option but to send him no. off. That's the very kind of thing that VAR was brought in for. And if, the, you know, if the referee the had seen thing, that and not dealt with it, they would have been... Exactly. Know, a lot of, the a only lot thing of we got away with, maybe, was that Westwood didn't dive on the floor like Alioski did. But both yeah. are reds. Pepe and Jack are both reds. Um, but Arteta's picked the wrong players. Okay. But is it his fault that these players are missing chance after chance every single week and that players are losing their... Dis- How is El Nenny not sent off? That's another discussion. I mean, never mind the, the own goal, but it should have been down to nine men and we should have had a penalty to Burnley. So, you know, got, got we should count ourselves lucky it wasn't worse because we should have been down to nine men. El Nenny, what's he doing? He shoved the guy in the face. So yeah. uh, I think VAR officials must have felt sorry for us because that, that's more of a blatant red than anything else. Um, yeah, agreed, mate. Sam, just finally, mate, just sorry, just got because yeah. I got... Uh, loads of people wanting to get on tonight, mate. Where are you on Mikel Arteta now? Are you are you one of those people that wants to see him sacked immediately? Are you willing to give him a bit more time? Where do you stand on the whole thing? What I will say is, is that I'm convinced he is going to get sacked. I don't want him to be sacked because yeah. I feel whatever manager we get, the problems are the same. The club's rotten from top to bottom. Mikel's done things wrong. He needs to address these issues with... Jacques now the same as he did with Ganduzi, and if he doesn't, he'll lose more support. But what I'll say is, is that people can charm Arteta out, and I fully understand. But we're going around in circles here. New manager, same group of players, lack of investment. It's similar to United; they just have better players. Um, yeah. Change the manager if you want, but this ain't getting better. Yeah, no, great stuff, Sam. Thank you so much, mate. Really Please, mate. appreciate your constant support, mate. Cheers. Pleasure. That's the brilliant Sam. Uh, let's move on to our next caller. Just bear with me one second, guys. We've got, look, there's over 700 of you watching across the multiple platforms. Let's get the likes up. Really, really important for the channel. As I keep saying, sorry to bang on about it, but it is so, so important. So please do it if you haven't done it already. And I know that there's a lot of non-Arsenal fans watching us this evening as well. In the live chat, I can see you. Some of you have sent DMs over. Feel free to jump on as well. It'll be interesting to hear um, what the perspective is on Mikel Arteta from someone a bit detached from the club, I guess. So if you're um, if you're someone who supports another club and you've got something um, worthwhile to say, and, and I don't mean you're going to jump on here and troll us, if you've got something to say, uh, got some points to put across regarding Mikel Arteta's management, we'd love to hear them. Right, let's move on to our next caller. Rowan, where are you joining us from, mate? Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm from uh, Toronto. Toronto. What time is it over there, mate? Oh, uh, it's around like uh, quarter to six. 
like evening time. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought it was going to be like in the middle of the night or something. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the program, mate. Um, what do you want to say on on uh, what's going on at Arsenal at the moment? Uh, I think Arteta has lost the dressing room, and like he keeps on picking same players over and over again. And I, I've seen a pattern that Bellerin, Jaka, Willian, and Holding. I think they are one of his favorites, and I don't think he'll ever drop them. So and where also, are you? Uh, Go ahead, mate. From, Go ahead. Uh, yeah, oh, sorry. Uh, also heard from uh, Football London, uh, I think reported by Chris uh, Weekly, I think. He said yeah. that uh, he uh, David Luiz is having issues with Arteta, especially after the Wolves game. And he also said that uh, like the player, both the player uh, and the manager, like they're not even like looking at uh, each other eye to eye. It's it's going bad. Yeah, there are there are signs that the dressing room is being lost, and as we saw with Unai Emery, Rowan, that is the beginning of the end, isn't it? So it's not looking good for Mikel Arteta at the moment, and we've spoken about it already on the show. We've talked about the fact that he fell out with Genduzi, led to him being sent away. Lucas Torreira has gone away. And in the meantime, Arsenal are struggling for a capable midfield. Thomas Partey, of course, is injured. That's unfortunate. That's not on Mikel Arteta. Maybe some people would argue it is because he he decided to throw him into the North London derby. Um, it, it just looks like the walls are closing in on Mikel Arteta at the moment. Would you pull the trigger on him now, Rowan, or would you wait a little bit longer? Does he deserve more time? Do you think he can turn it around? I mean, for a club of size of Arsenal, they should have never hired Mikel Arteta. He's a rookie manager with no experience. Like, we should be going for managers like Allegri, Simeone, or like uh, Antonio Conte, you know? Because the thing yeah. is, like, the club is in a situation where they cannot afford, like, big names or the owners are not interested as well. So why would you have a rookie manager just thrown under the bus, like, just like Emery and Wenger were thrown under the bus by the board and the owners? Yep. So I think he needs to go and I think, like, personally, I think Stan Kroenke needs to come out and put a statement, like, what's going on. There has been, like, major issues at the club and all the deadwood needs to be gone. And my thing with Arteta is, like, okay, I've seen him, he's very stubborn and a bit egoistic as well. He knew that he was not going to get a war as well. So why did he loan out Guendouzi and Torreira? He clearly yeah. need midfielders. So maybe he could have just, like, uh, handled the Guendouzi uh, situation uh, quite like uh, in like different scenario yeah, different or way. just like kept him, yes. Yeah, no, great points, Ryan. Ryan, thank you so much for coming on, mate. Apologies, I've got to move it on just so I can get through. Uh, I also would like to say like one last thing. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, mate. We've just lost you there. Uh, I think Balagoon is uh, linked with a moon Liverpool. Yep, I've read that today. Yep. He, that's one of the reasons, yeah, he's, if he's not signing or not. But thanks for having me. No problem, mate. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll speak again soon. Cheers. That was the brilliant Rowan from Toronto. Um, I see some of you in the chat are asking how you can get on. It's rolling across the bottom of the screen, guys. If you want to have your say, you need to send us a DM on Twitter to at Chronicles underscore AFC and we will ping you a link right back. You click into the link, it brings you straight into the uh, waiting list and then I'll pull you each through one by one and we'll have a little bit of a chat on what's going on at Arsenal at the minute. Let's move on to our next caller. Uh, Harv, welcome. Where are you joining us from, mate? I'm a mate from the uh, Midlands. Oh, okay. Welcome to the programme. What do you want to say? Um, Basically, I still back Arteta. Uh, I still think he needs until at least the summer window. Um, you look at the players he's brought in, Thomas Partey, uh, Gabriel, you know, they've probably been our best performers. Um, obviously, we've got Willian, who he just looks like another Chelsea retirement home player. He's come here to to get his money and, and bounce. Um, but, you know, I, I feel like if we bring in an, another manager, we're still stuck with the Deadwood players that we've had from Wenger, basically. We've got, you know... Xhaka, the, I've backed Xhaka for a long, long time um, because, you know, there was those stats that we were winning more games with him. But I think, you know, he's, he's not good enough. That he, you know, like he's, the, uh, he's a trigger for the press. Um, he's always getting pressured. He's just not, he's not mobile. Um, you know, players like Xhaka, Bellerin, Rob Holding, they're just not good enough for a club like Arsenal. They're not good enough. 
they're happy to get the money, take a few pictures in for the modeling of the kits, and then and that's it. You know, you look at the last two games with Bellerin, he's been terrible. Yeah, I find it strange that Bellerin keeps getting a game. And there's been a lot made this week of the relationship between Hector Bellerin and Mikel Arteta. You know, Bellerin spoke a little while ago about how when he first came to England, Mikel, or when he was first breaking through and it was a young man um, sort of in London, that, that Mikel Arteta and his wife were very good to him, almost took him in, um, you know, and gave him sort of a, a lot of support at that point in his career. And you wonder if that kind of relationship between the two is having an influence over Mikel Arteta's team selection. It shouldn't be, but if it mm. is, that's a potential problem, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. You can't, you, you know, what Arteta needs to do is is look out for the club rather than look out for his clearly adopted son, is what it, what it, what it looks like, really. Um, you know, like I say, these are Deadwood players that have been here from Wenger. I mean, bring in... Simeone, Allegri, players, uh, managers like that, yeah. they're going to be dealing with the same players. Um, you know, give give Arteta at least a summer window, see who he brings in. We're going to be going for a rough patch. You know, bring in Allegri or, or anyone next next week, we're going to be in this same rough patch. It's not changing until we bring in a few good players and get rid of the utter shite that we've got at the moment. Yeah, don't disagree with any of that, Harv. Harv, thank you so much for joining us, mate. Um, really a pleasure to have you on and hopefully we'll speak again soon. Cheers, mate. Speak soon. Thanks, mate. All the best. That's the brilliant Harv. Let's move on to our next caller. Just trying to get through as many as possible. Don't forget, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. Let's go to Thomas. Thomas, where are you joining us from, pal? It's Thomas from Norway again, Harry. Nice to be on again. Thank you. How you doing, bud? You all right? Yeah, I'm great, man. I'm great. Um, I think that uh, I think that uh, we're in shambles right now. I never seen Arsenal the way they play uh, right now. We're 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 not playing any football. Uh, I don't think Arteta is getting through to the players. Uh, like I told you last time when I was on as well, Shaka he needs to just hang up his boots. I, I don't want to see him in a in an Arsenal jersey ever again, ever again. Um, Bellerin, I thought he was uh, so and so, but the thing that I I, uh, I I don't understand is people referring to Wenger. You know, Wenger never had a Pepe, never ne Wenger never had uh, Abu Mayang for more than six months, right? He was working magic with Arsenal. He used to play Ramsey on the left, Özil on the right, and I was thinking, why is he playing these players on these positions? And that, the reason why he was playing uh, Ozil and, and Ramsey on the left and the right flank is because we needed to hold the ball. Because we had too many deficiencies at that time. Yep. You understand? So uh, his philosophy was, he was a genius. His philosophy was, if we hold the ball, then they, they can't attack us. And they yep. cannot uh, take, you understand? And Arteta... He's never been, like if even if you apply to a job at McDonald's as a general manager, you need to have some fucking type of work experience, right? Yeah. And that's, that's at McDonald's, my friend. How can you become a team leader or a general manager or a coach for, for Arsenal Football Club? Where is his resume? What has he done? L look at Frank, Frank Lampard. He had less to work with last year at Chelsea, right? Less to work with, just young players, and he managed to nick a third place or a fourth place. And look at this: what kind of football player was Frank Lampard? He was an offensive midfielder, right? And his football is offensive. Look at Arteta's football; it's he's scared. It's a defensive, boring. You know what happened today, uh, Harry? Let's, uh, do you know what happened today? I told I have three children, right? I told yeah. my oldest son. I told my oldest son, hey, uh, uh, "Turn on the teddy. I want to see the game." Right, and I have two youngest sons, two years and three years old. Right, yeah. and then he said, "Why?" I said, "Arsenal is going to play." You know what my my children did? They ran to the other <laughs> room. <laughs> I swear, Harry, they ran because they know everything in this house is going to get get turned upside down. I'm going to be so frustrated. I'm so tired of this, and people need to wake up. Thomas, let me, let me ask you a question, mate. Please a, a do. Lot of, a, a lot of people are kind of 
saying the, the the thing about Arteta being a rookie, not having the experience, which I agree with. You know, it, the facts don't lie. Mikel Arteta is somebody who hasn't had a managerial position previously. Yeah. When we won the FA Cup, yeah. Were, were you saying the same thing? Were you saying that he's a rookie? I'm just curious because we hadn't spoken then. So I want to yeah. know, has that opinion formed over the last few weeks and months? Or, uh, you know, because some people express their concerns about hiring a rookie from the start. Others yeah. have now gone down that road. Is that something new for you? Or were you were you saying it when we won the FA Cup? Were you sitting there questioning his experience? Yeah, because uh, our football turned into to like uh, to a marathon, you know. Because the only thing we did is run for 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 ninety minutes. We almost didn't play any football. Like we had small spells of ten minutes here and and five minutes here, and but we didn't play any football. The magic was gone. Yeah. The football magic that Arsenal have and represents, like all my mates, right? I have mates that uh, they are they are Liverpool supporters, Manchester United supporters, whatever, right? Yeah. All all my mates when Arsenal played, even though their 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 game was later, they came and watched Arsenal with me because we played so beautiful football. It was yeah, magical cool. to watch Arsenal play, right? So when I saw the way he was setting up the team, I was like, okay, maybe it's just because he's gonna. We don't have uh, that much to work with, and and yeah. and so on, you know. But when I see now, even with uh, the likes of Pepe, he can't get the best out of Pepe. He can get the best out of uh, Abu Mayang. He can get the best out of Lacazette. And he and the worst thing is he doesn't let Özil play. He yeah, should have let Özil play. Agreed, mate. Thomas, thank you so much, mate. I'm gonna have to move it on. Just I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sorry, Harry. Thank you. One, one last thing. One last Go thing, ahead, Harry. I, I, I sent you. Uh, I sent you a, a DM about the, the Cronkies. Please read it. I will, I my friend. I will. They haven't put one dime into Arsenal for 10 years, not five, 10 years. Please read it, please. I will do, man. I will do. Thank you Have so a much, nice day, my brother. You too, yeah, man. man. Cheers. That was uh, Thomas joining us from Norway. Let's move on. Uh, LDN Gamer, where are you joining us from, mate? Uh, from London. London. I should have guessed by the name. That's, <laughs> That's how you know I'm uh, frustrated. It's late at night. Um, what do you want to say on the Arsenal, mate? I'm so fed up with Arteta. I, no one wanted Arteta from the start. We wanted Simeon, Pochettino, uh, Allegri, everyone like that. No one, every single Arsenal fan did not choose Arteta from the start. So if us fans can see that from the start, what is the recruitment team? What is them doing choosing Arteta? He's got no experience. So why are we having Arteta from day one? I do not understand the Arsenal. Shaka, that is the stupidest, stupidest idea he's done. Yeah, he, he sent his... I don't disagree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know from the other time when he started effing <laughs> off the fans. Pepe, another one. But Arteta says uh, about, um, about Pepe, he slagged him off straight away and said about uh, stupid what he's done, this and that. He did not do the same treatment to Shaka, he basically like, said same thing, same word. Did not even bring him up about Shaka. I'm so yep. fed up with this manager. How many? No, I, I mean, feel your pain, mate. And how how many more games are we going to have to lose to have him out? How how many more games? Uh, I think this is the thing, mate, with me. Like, so obviously, I'm I want Mikel Arteta to succeed, but with every passing week, it looks less and less likely that that's going to be the case. That that's going to happen. One thing I will say, and I'm not that this is not a defense of Mikel Arteta, so please don't take it this way. But I won't. when we talk about him being in the job for a year now, do you think we also have to take into consideration that during that time there was a global pandemic? There was no football for three months. He wasn't on the training ground developing those players. So should we be looking at it? This is where we are nine months into Mikel Arteta's tenure rather than 12. I understand that, but look at West Ham. Look at Tottenham. Tottenham. They're doing much more better than us and they freshed us. Look at Son's goal. That's like world class right there. And I hate Tottenham. I do not want to say that, but that's... There's nothing. You see, look at Aubameyang. He's scoring 20 plus goals starting from when he's at age 22. Yeah. Joins Arsenal. Now look, he's only got... He's only got a goal. He's got a second goal by an own goal. 
So, so, mate, do you want him out immediately? Is that where you're at now? If if Arsenal was a big club, they're sacking right now. If Arsenal was yeah. a big club, they were sacking. Because cool. one thing, look at Dortmund. They lost yeah, 5-1 yeah, today right. and sacked the manager. Yeah, that's right, mate. Thank you so much, Pal, for Cheers, coming on. You. I'm going to have to move it on. Apologies, yeah, but thank, thank you. you for joining me. Cheers. Lovely. Right. Uh, quick reminder, if you haven't hit the like button, do it now. There's over 800 of you watching. Only 189 likes on YouTube. Come on. Uh, let's get those likes up. Let's get to at least 300 between now and the end of the stream. Welcome to the Chronicles of Aguna Femi. How you doing, mate? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not bad, mate. Thank you for staying patient. I know you dropped in and out of the stream a few times, but thank you for being patient. Where are you joining us from, my friend? I'm joining from Qatar. Qatar. Cool. Um, what do you want to yeah, say on the Arsenal? The well, um, I've heard what uh, everyone has said. And um, uh, uh, if I'm being honest, I kind of agree with them. Um, I think if Arsenal truly a big club that is, there is no justification for him to continue in his job. No other top club in Europe will affect what is happening yeah. in, uh, in Africa. No other top. So it, there's no justification for him to continue. Uh, an experiment at the beginning, you know, bringing in uh, an inexperienced manager, uh, yeah. manage a club as big as Arsenal, but obviously it is not working. So so you would fire him now, tomorrow, and, uh, as soon as possible? Absolutely. How long, how long we have Southampton, Everton, and Chelsea? Yeah. If you are being honest, do you think Arsenal can win any of those three matches? I don't think so. So it could get worse. So if uh, the guys up there, Edu, uh, Vinay, and the likes, if they have their thinking caps on, I think they have the, to pull the trigger. And hopefully, because don't forget, the generator sound is coming very soon. The summer is coming very soon, and a lot of those players are going to be um, are going to be going by the end of the season or from January. So, do you want to trust Ateta with the necessary window, with the way he's playing? See, I, I have no doubt that most of those players are not good enough, but yeah, there is no justification for 15th place. Absolutely, if they were to be maybe eighth or seventh, yeah, you can say okay, give Ateta time and things like that. Absolutely no justification for 15 and the way we are performing. Absolutely no yeah. justification for it. And I've heard a lot of people say, okay, uh, these players were inherited from Emery, they were inherited from Asewenga, blah, 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 blah. But irrespective of that, our players are not as bad as 15th position. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. You're, you're absolutely right. Femi, thank you so much for coming on, mate. Apologies, I'm running out of time, so I need to keep moving. But thank you so much, man. Okay, bye. Thank you. That was Femi joining us. Welcome to the Chronicles of Aguna. Zaki, how you doing? How you doing, mate? All good, mate. Where are you joining us from? I'm uh, from London. London, great. What do you want to say on the Arsenal, yeah. mate? Um, I think Arteta needs to find a way to win the next few games until January. Because... I think he's dealing with a lot of players who are not his and are not good enough for this club. So if you can find a way through December to Jan and hopefully bring in some players of his own choice, then we can really judge him, I think. How uh, you say he needs to find a way to win those games. What's the answer? Yeah. What's the solution? What would you change from what he's currently doing? Well, I think he needs to be questioned because... The players who are the problems, he's picking them. So he does need to change something drastically. Drop William. We get Pepe back next game. So yeah, just change it up and maybe throw some of the youngsters in because we got nothing to lose. We're fifteenth, yeah. you know, and they've been playing well in the Europa. So he's got to do something because it's not working right now and it's getting bad. Uh, would you? So you're you're very much of the opinion that you want to give him time now to try and 
get those results or because a lot of people that have been on tonight want to pull the trigger on him immediately yeah um, no. I'm, I'm not 100 percent there yet i've got to be honest where, where are yeah. you in terms of that i'm probably the same because i think a lot of people are forgetting how long he's been here he 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 made an instant impact won the fa cup he looks great and that weren't too long ago either people forget that and the coronavirus that's been like a lot of his time at the club so yeah and he's only had one transfer window so we do need to give him time i know it's hard we are 15th it's not nice to see but this was the process and if anyone just lost you. any different We've lost you there, Zaki. The connection's gone, mate. Apologies, Zaki, mate. The connection's gone. Not sure what's happened there. Can you hear us? Zaki, apologies, mate. I'm going to have to cut the call because the connection's not coming through. We've lost Zaki. Let's move on to our next caller. Maybe we can get him back between now and the end of the show. Welcome to the Chronicles of Aguna Aditya. Where are you joining us from, mate? Uh, I'm from India. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good, mate. Thank you. What what time is it in India now? It must be very late in India. It's 4.30 a.m. Wow. <laughs> and you're on here talking yeah. to us. Thank you. Uh, what do you want to say, yeah. mate? Uh, so I believe that it's not uh, all Arteta. It's probably like the whole board, not even the board, actually, the technical director, to be very specific. Like, who who really on, in the right mind goes and signs Willian, who's like 31 or 32. And he's just putting in horrific performances, a three-year contract as well. So I would get rid of Edu and get someone like Ralph Ragnick, like uh, who's out of job from um, RB Leipzig. He's an amazing technical director and he can take our team leaps and bounds with a proper style of play and a proper philosophy yeah no, great points mate there is um it does feel doesn't it like the the problems are deeper than just Mikel Arteta um look I think he's made mistakes I do um and I think when he continues to select the, the players that are not performing and overlooks those who are performing in Europe even if it is against weak opposition I think that automatically adds to the pressure on him, makes it more difficult for him. So you're you're very much of the view that it is a, a wider problem. Would you pull the trigger on Mikel Arteta now or, or would you give him a bit more time? Uh, I would probably pull the trigger on Arteta as well because he is not looking like the manager who is going to take this team forward, um, to be very honest. Like, I don't get the point of uh, his tactics, his philosophies. He just speaks a big game and he does not deliver. Yeah, no, that's some great points, mate. Aditya, thank you so much, mate. I'm going to have to move it on. Apologies, just because I've only got around about 12 minutes left. and I've got Yeah, no problem, no problem. Thank you so much. Thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Thank you. That was the brilliant Aditya. Let's move on to Ali. Have I said that right? Yeah, Harry, how are you doing today? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Where are you joining us from? Toronto, actually. Toronto, another mm-hmm. one, two in one night. Welcome to the program, mate. What do you want to yeah. say on uh, on Arsenal's current situation? Honestly, it's it's looking pretty bad right now. I was just listening to everybody else. I personally wouldn't pull the trigger because uh, I'm a realist. You know, the club won't do that. Uh, the owners, they're way too conservative. And even when you look yeah. at Emery last year, um, it took such a long time, you know, to actually get there. But uh, what do you think? Do you think they'll get rid of him? I don't, um, if yeah. I'm honest. I don't. I, I think that, that Mikel Arteta has the faith of the club, whether that's right or wrong, I don't quite know yet. But I think given some of the situation, you know, given the fact that they, they made an effort to bring Thomas Partey in the way they did on deadline day without selling the players they hope to sell, I think that shows that they're behind him. I think the fact that he's been promoted from head coach to manager, I think there's a lot in that. People might think there isn't. I, I do think there is something in that. So I feel like they've kind of bought into this long-term project with Mikel Arteta. Now, I, I, I don't know if that's the right direction for which the club should be traveling but it, it just feels very much like that is the way and i can't i can't see us waking up tomorrow morning and reading that he's sacked like some people are saying if it happened 
you know, I wouldn't be completely shocked, but if I had to to guess right now, I, I don't think that'd be the case. No, I agree with you. And, you know, it's the exact opposite of a fan base, the most bipolar, arguably the most bipolar fan base in England, for sure. And you're looking at some of the most conservative board members and owners. And uh, it's it's difficult. I would keep him personally, though. I'll keep him because we have to find something. We're still missing it, you know. I look at the last four home matches, four losses, if I'm not making a mistake. And just looking at not the results, but the performances, they were identical. You know, the tactics were similar, but more important, the players themselves, you know, the way I look, I look back at Oba, I'm trying to think of different, he had an exact same episode like that against Wolves. He put his head down, he went back and listen, not everybody has to be a leader. We get that, but I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on in the changing room. Like when they finish the game, do they talk to each other? Because it keeps happening, right? Week after week. Yeah, you're spot on. And I've read, um, I've read some kind of bits that some people have been saying in the chat about falling out between David Lewis and Mikel Arteta. I've not, I, like I said, at the very top of the program, the game finished. I was watching it with a friend. The game finished. I drove straight home and I jumped on here. I've not seen any interviews. I've not seen any press conference and I've not seen any of those reports. So I will take a look at them and we'll discuss them in more detail on tomorrow's show. But for now, I'm just very much focused on tonight and, and the bigger picture at Arsenal at the minute. And I'm I'm worried and I, I am, as I said, more concerned that I am angry or disappointed. Um, Ali, thank you so much for coming on, mate. Really, really appreciate Absolutely. it. And um, I'm sure you too, mate. Hopefully have you on again soon. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. That was uh, Ali joining us from Toronto. Uh, welcome to the show, Fergus from Guns and Yellow Ribbons. How you doing, mate? Thank you, mate. No warning. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes. It's a lottery. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Listen, um, extremely disappointed. Um, I've made a few notes. Listen to Ali. Ali you made some great points about like four losses uh, at home. Uh, those four losses were seven fifteen kickoffs. We haven't won one one of them yet on a Sunday. Shaka. Yeah. Um, shouldn't be wearing a shirt in the first place since Palace October last year. Uh, Bellerin, uh, now not able to appear in the next game. So we got some positives out of this game. So we have no Shaka for three games. We got no Bellerin for the next game. I'm just hoping, hoping that that will give some of our youth, Maitland-Niles, uh, the opportunity to... Um, yeah, do something because I honestly, honestly do not know what the hell is going on. Yeah, it's, Harry, it's a, it's a mess, mate. It's a mess. Go on, mate. Ask you, ask you a question. Go for it. Arteta. Okay, people are shouting for him to go, mm-hmm. but who? Somebody with uh, with a bit more experience, I guess. I mean. If you're looking at managers that are out there not currently working, I think that the name that stands out to everybody is is somebody like Max Allegri. Um, you know, been at been at big clubs where the pressure's been there. I, look, it's um, the job at Arsenal is is a rebuilding one. We have to accept that. We have to accept that there's going to be some pain. Go ahead, God. Which some which somebody like Allegri is not going to do. Why not? This is where our fan, uh, because Allegri, like Klopp, like I've said on here before, any of these big names that come in will just want big money and big success very, very quickly. They'll want millions put behind them. Um, You know more as well. Behind the scenes, things aren't good at Arsenal. You know, we're a wealthy club, but we are not cash flash at the minute we don't have a man uh, an owner that's willing okay to put in 49 million pound uh for the party deal or 45 million pound into the party deal but that was a restructuring of debt but they, they're actually not putting hard cash in there is there is something fundamentally wrong with arsenal when at, at you know everyone is questioning excuse me i was in the pub earlier by the way i was <laughs> I, I I I went out with my wife because it's probably going to be the last weekend that we um 
we get an opportunity to have a, a Sunday lunch. So I went out for lunch and then uh, carried on drinking. So uh, I am a little bit, um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, but when do the players need to take responsibility for themselves? You know, Abamyang, uh, Shaka, El Neni, who is lucky to be on the pitch. And I am a fan of El Neni, but El Neni should have gone for that. That should be a red card. Yeah, you could argue it was a red card. There was certainly sort of his arms were up in there's the. There's no the... argument. There is no argument. I, I just, just going if, going if back. Shaka, if Shaka went for what he went for, El Neni should have gone for that. We should have been down to nine. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I think it probably, you know, if a referee had brandished the red card again, I, I don't think I'd have had any complaints. I, I agree with you. But just going mm-hmm. back to that manager point, you know. Arsenal is a massive football club, Fergus. They they have a pool, and you know, it, you talk like people talk about Max Allegri. Max Allegri joined AC Milan at a time where they hadn't won, hadn't won a title for years, and he led them back to a title. He, he he's done rebuilds before. He went on to Juve, and um, you know had great success at Juve. Of course, Juve have dominated Italian football for a while, and I think because of that, people look at Allegri and see him and, and and assume that he's someone that wouldn't take that kind of challenge. We're talking about someone that's managed Sassuolo, Cagliari, um, you know, and, and various other sort of smaller profile clubs. I think he would, if, if the circumstances were right, if the club were showing that the ambition that, that is necessary, now I think that somebody like Allegri wouldn't really have an issue taking on a job like this. Look, we can talk about the Cronkies because everybody always brings the Cronkies up. Every time there's a bad result, the Cronkies come That's to the point. conversation. At the end of the day, they made sure that we managed to get Thomas Partey on the final day. Okay, they, That's because of them that that happened. Whether it was by restructuring deals, uh, restructuring debt, sorry, or putting hard cash in, for me, it doesn't really matter. They're the owners of the club and they made sure that Mikel Arteta got his target. They made sure that Arsenal got Gabriel in this summer, despite other clubs being interested in him by offering the, the amount that they did. They also funded, a, well, not them directly, but the club funded a deal for William Saliba, who is now nowhere to be seen. The club also put a contract on the table for Mesut Ozil worth 350 grand a week. He's nowhere to be seen. They also laid out £72 million for Nicolas Pepe. They also gave Willian a three-year contract. So I, I get frustrated when I hear people bringing up the Cronkies. The money's not being spent right, but the money is being spent. Let's make no mistake about that. They are not football people. They hire the likes of Edu, the likes of Ivan Gazidis previously, and all those kind of guys, at Raul Sanlehi, to do that job. And they're not doing it right. They they have to be held accountable. Yes, ultimately, it stems from the Cronkies making bad decisions in that department. But they are sp- the club have spent money. And you've also got to realise as well that when Arsenal dropped out of the Champions League, nobody envisaged them being out of it for this long. If we don't qualify for next season's competition, that'll be five years without Champions League football. Yet we're still running at the operating costs of a Champions League club. And that is one of the key, but, but, key but the, problems. But, 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 but the following year, we won't because all those overpaid, overinflated egos, uh, most of them will be gone. Yeah, also. agreed. Agreed. And that's why right now, you know, we, we tried to move loads of players on in the summer, but we couldn't. And that's where, where my point stems from, that this pain and the rebuilding process, which is going to take a yeah, while. That. That's why people had to be aware of that and can't now sit there and go, oh, you know, well, it, we didn't think it was going to be painful. Well, it was clear. And, they, and, and this is what our fan base needs to get used to and get and to understand that this is the pain of... Uh, losing Wenger, the pain of 22 years. And whether you liked or didn't like Wenger, but what Wenger did, he kept us in the Champions League probably five or 10 years longer than we should have been. Um, he may have had to go five years beforehand or whatever, but he, he, he extrapolated the best out of what we had then. And, and, and we're paying the price now. And we have got um, a, a, a bang average squad. Um, if go through the eleven, um, Harry, go through the eleven, and, and I'm not saying now, but go through the eleven. 
compare that to Tottenham, for example. They've got three players in each of our 11 spots. We don't even have two players in each of our 11 spots. You know, I think... we, need to go in, we need to go into our uh, our academy players. You know, we're looking at Balogun and, 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 and he's been great in the Europa League. But we're looking at him. He's the future. And Ketia, he's the future. We're looking at kids. We, and... Oh, <laughs> says it all um let me just bring zaki back into the conversation as well because zaki was with us earlier on but his connection went zaki are you there mate hi mate yeah sorry about that i had a bit of a dodgy one <laughs> no problem at all man no problem at all it happens that's what happens yeah, we've, we've had one of those it's called this season <laughs> <laughs> yeah that. zaki where let's uh, where we cut you off was obviously because the connection went but we were talking about mikel arteta at the time yeah um where are you on Mikel Arteta now? Because most people that have come on tonight have said they'll pull the trigger. I suspect Fergus is going to say the opposite. <clears throat> um, no. No, no, no. Uh, sorry. Me. No, no, I'm Arteta. No. Arteta it, I, I don't see the point, uh, okay. Harry. Because I'll come back to you, Fergus. I'll come back to you. Uh, Zaki, yeah. go on. Where, where are you on Arteta? You right know now? what it is? What will happen is we'll turn into United. What United keep doing is they keep painting over the cracks. Yeah. They keep hiding behind these small little fornillas and retete, all of these things, and they're actually going nowhere. And I don't want that. We need to be patient and just trust the process. It's probably cliche, but just need to be patient, man. Just get through this month. That's all we need to do is get through this month. Zaki, do you not think that we 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 can't we've got no paper? Our craps our, our cracks are just exposed. Yeah. We have no paper. We are, it, it is bad and this is the worst start we've ever had since the like, 1980s, right? So, I saw something. 1983, Terry Neal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, when do, do you want Arteta out or in? No, no, no. I don't want him out because I just, there's no point. Who are we going to bring and what are they going to do? They're going to have another impact and then the problems will be back in next season. And they'll just say the same thing. It's, it's, it's a tough one because... For all the criticism of uh, of Mikel Arteta, and I think it was Kevin Campbell that made this point show, where he said, "Super can, Kev, please." Where, yeah, Super Kev, where he said, "We we we're all sitting there having a go at him all the time." But he, you know, we've been crying out for a defensive midfielder for years. He went and got mm. Thomas Partey. Unfortunately, he's injured. That's not Mikel Arteta's fault, really, is it? I mean, you could argue maybe he shouldn't have pushed him into the North London derby. But if the tests were done, if the player said he was fine. And we were we were in a desperate situation. Why yeah. wouldn't you use him? And I think that's um, move is inexperience as well. Yeah, you know? exactly. Going to do things like that. That's the key point, Zaki. It's the inexperience of Mikel Arteta. It's gonna yeah. show at certain points. And you know, I'm not saying that we have we should accept you, it you, necessarily. We're too big for that. But yeah. Harry, do, yeah. do you not think there's a, 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 a call for keeping Arteta in his place? And then bringing in somebody else, like maybe Burkamp, Ian Wright. Um, it, not, so, mm. it, it doesn't have to be an Arsenal. But, but I, I, don't, I don't think I don't think you can mix different philosophies. Yeah, I think mm. you end up having problems like that. I think it's probably one of the reasons that Freddie Lundberg moved on. Um, I think it's probably one what of the reasons Wenger? that if it was me personally, and I said this from the day Arsene Wenger left. I would have Arsene Wenger at the club in some capacity, not mm -hmm. as the manager, not as the manager, but to be able to lend a hand at the manager's request in a situation like this. Mikel Arteta had, will have never been through a situation like this ever. No. Nope. Mm -hmm. Arsene Wenger has been through it 10, 15, 20 times. And sometimes just having that, extra experience there um can be a massive help you know what it is i just think he needs a bit of a pat on the shoulder and just like listen mate it's gonna be all right yeah. and that yeah. needs to be wearing yeah. like, just listen this yeah. happens this is what you need to do to get through it yeah bang on it Saki. bang on it and also what about edu edu has got no experience whatsoever yeah edu, edu impressed in the kind of executive -y kind of roles working for brazil and and, and a club over there that's why He's kind of been viewed as someone, but I agree. It's not. It's not enough experience. You need a top director of football, Arsenal. You need a top experienced manager to help navigate through difficult waters. And we just Harry, my my, my my final point because I know you want to move other people on and everything else. And my fly in the ointment is: what about this um, 
uh, agent that Edu and everybody seems to be so linked. Kia Jarabja, is that his name? He yeah, seems to run Arsenal more than Stan Kroenke, um, Mikel Arteta, Edu, Arsene Wenger, me, you and everybody else. He runs everything. I, I think, Fergus, that too much is made of that. And I'll tell you why. I think if you look at most of the top clubs in Europe, they will have certain relationships with certain agents. You look at Wolverhampton Wanderers, Pedro Mendes is in their pocket. And what I mean by that is... Clubs will form relationships with super agents. Clubs will form relationships with management groups to try and get the the opportunities when they come along. I I, I, I get your point. I don't don't think it's healthy. I don't think it's healthy to necessarily align yourself with one agent, one group, and then only look at their players. But in the past, and we've heard story after story after story from Arsene Wenger's time, how many big players did we miss out on? Were we interested in, but we couldn't get those deals done because we didn't have that inside man. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that Jurab Chan is necessarily going to bring us a top top player to the club, but I'm I'm just saying that 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 does go on in football, it, and it feels like we, when it comes to Arsenal, we've made a massive deal out of it, and and maybe it is an issue but I can't be certain that it is. Right, guys, we're going to leave it there anyway because we were only supposed to go for an hour. We've gone over that time. Uh, thank you to every single person who's joined us this evening. Thank you to Fergus. Thank you to Zaki. Uh, thank you to all of you. We're going to be back tomorrow with another episode after the dust has settled. That's what I'm going to call those from now on. Don't forget to... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't forget to hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Check out Fergus's Guns and Yellow Ribbons podcast as well. We're going to be back very, very soon with more. Hopefully, you'll all get some sleep tonight after that absolute shit show. And we'll be back very, very soon. Until then, Harry, I'm about, I got out of the bed for this. <laughs> yeah, Jim, <man>. Night, all. <laughs>